You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Do you hear that subtle echo in the air, folks? That's right. It's pirate radio, baby. We're back in the pirate radio days. The man tried to shut us down, but we're recording at my house. So, uh, uh, this is uh, Podzilla, King of Casters. Uh, I am your host, NB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper's not here because, again, pirate radio. He's working from home. He's on the video call right now. Yeah. (laughs) He, I put a bunch of peanut butter on the iPad screen, so he's going to be there the whole episode. Yeah. He is a dog. <laughs> yeah. All right, and Brian, what movie are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about Godzilla 2000 from 1999. <laughs> Came out right there. Yeah. So, this is Godzilla 2000 featuring a new kaiju we have not seen before by the name of Orga. Yeah. Which is... It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so... Lots and lots of 9-11 imagery. Which is particularly weird, because this came out before... Two years prior. 9-11. Oh, when that comes up, there's a lot of it. There's so much. So, Barrett, what are your... What are your overall thoughts of Godzilla 2000? One of the best, right? I told Bran that of all the Godzilla movies, this is the one that least feels like a real movie. <laughs> and that's an opinion I stand by. Occasionally, it really excites me. Often, it's so bad I find it very funny. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel real. It's... It's the the plot is held together by a shoestring and a dream, and uh, uh-huh. there is a. Um, this is the only Godzilla movie where we where we laughed very strongly at the ending. <laughs> yes, the ending is so funny, and I don't think it's intentional. No. <laughs> Full disclosure: we did watch the U.S. dub because that was what was available to us. Maybe the sub is actually really good and nuanced, but uh, if it's at all accurate, if the dub is at all an accurate translation, probably not. Yeah. I know that, um, I did see that the American dub removed nine minutes from the actual, from the original one, Hmm. but, um... I don't think it would have. I mean, nine minutes is nine minutes is a lot of movie. It could maybe make sense then. Like I have a list of what was cut for it. Full spoilers for the movie, by the way. There were some quick shots of a train station. Hmm. Uh, There's just just some different shots. The sequence with Godzilla's raid was trimmed. So there's these things. You're just scanning to see if there's anything like big. Yeah, like if there's a, a, a scene or something. Yeah, a lot of the stuff I'm reading here just says this was longer in the Japanese one. So. Oh, so 
Oh, you get found this. Um, so, did you know the alien names in this movie? No, I I was looking up <laughs> Orga afterwards. Yeah, so I now I know it now, but if you watched the U.S. the dub version of the movie, never you mentioned, never the millions, right? The millennials, millennials. All right. <laughs> so it's said in um, in the original movie, but not in the U.S. one. Yeah, it's like oh my goodness. And Orga is like a bunch of different millennials fusing together, right? that yeah what's that is my understanding correct so let's let's do something so orga takes on many forms four forms four distinct forms Mm -hmm. throughout this film yes let's rank least to most favorite form orga takes okay all right here we go yeah starting from the bottom number four yeah. Shiny UFO form. Same. UFO is my number four as well. It's so boring. And he spends most of the movie in that form. Most of the movie in that. The C- the CG of this movie is bad. We'll talk about that in a second after but we do this ranking. That's four. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Number three. For us. I'm trying to remember the four he has. Yeah. So I'll give you my number three. All right. What is it? My number three is what you lovingly called Squidward. <laughs> oh yeah. When yeah, he when three. he oozes out of the UFO and quickly takes like a weird octopus form. And I looked away for ten seconds to respond to a message that came back, and I was like, "Where'd Squidward go?" And Verit's like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if that turned into Orga. It it, uh, it must have. It did. Yeah. Okay. But like it's. Very unclear about that in the in the See, It's really a reversal of gender roles. You asking me questions about a movie that we're both watching. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> please, woman, explain to me what <laughs> what just happened to the squid. <laughs> please, I don't know. So that was um, yeah, that's number yeah, that would be number three. Number two, number two, for me. Is Orga's actual form? Same Orga, actual number two. Uh, we've got the same order here. Yep. So Orga's <laughs> actual form is really cool prosthetics. I think it's the best original design I've seen since probably Bialante. Yeah, I like Destroya is a better movie, but not yeah. as good of a kaiju. Yeah, Destroy. I uh, Destroya is a much better movie than. Than this, certainly. Yeah. Uh, The bar is... Yeah. But, like, so, yeah. So, it's the best design since Final Form Violante. Mm -hmm. Really cool. uh, Looking. I love the giant claws. Mm -hmm. And then when he opens his mouth, his gullet up like a kaiju. uh, Or, not like... Like an H.P. Lovecraft kind of thing. God, just... Just starts swallowing him. It's like, oh, my God. Then finally... The one we've all been waiting for. My favorite kaiju I've seen ever in any of these movies is his first form. How we are introduced to Orga. Big Rock. Big Rock. She's a big rock. For the first, like, third of the movie, it's just a big rock 
with a hole shooting out lasers. Yeah. And we were very happy with that moment. Yeah, where we, where we legitimately had to consider, is the, is the kaiju of this film going to be a big rock for the entire We were time? so excited for yeah. that to be true. Yeah. That in the final act, Godzilla would have to destroy just a big-ass rock with a hole yeah. in it. Like... We were extremely happy, and then it, it was revealed that it was the UFO inside, and we were like, oh. So those are the best kaiju. So, yeah, we were overall... Quick, uh, what we didn't say for what that monster do is... Godzilla has a new design in this movie. Um, Godzilla looks very edgy in this movie. He's very, like... They took the high-side design, they're like, how do we make him sharper? Like, this is the most Godzilla that, if he was a toy and you stepped on him, he would hurt the most. Oh, you meant literal with your edginess. <laughs> What's that? You meant literal with edgy there. He's sharp. I know, but, like, I thought, like... Oh, oh like edgy. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, Godzilla, like, oh, it's the middle of April, and he's wearing his Hot Topic night be- Nightmare Before Christmas sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's more just he is he is a very jagged character design this time around. The yeah. the suits are great though. Love the suits. Um, yeah, there was a very strong. So I think because the suits and the practical effects of the building explosions, everything looks so good. The fact the CG looks like a nineteen ninety four like Star Trek TNG episode <laughs> really stands out. Like there's one shot where Godzilla is a fully CG model in the water. And it looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah, so I want to talk about this here. I want to talk uh, about... Uh, I'm going to reverse our roles, and I'm going to talk a bit about special effects here. Alrighty. Put on the cap. You remember... In... Frankenstein Conquers the World. Uh-huh. There's a horse. And it there's a horse on the farm that... I think it's Baragon picks up and oh, yeah. eats. And it looks really fake and it's really funny. And oh yeah, it doesn't even move. It's just like yeah. a, like on a popsicle stick. It's like... Yeah. And then th- you brought up the anecdote that the director the director did that purposefully. He thought it was really funny. He knew it didn't look real. He just kept it in the movie because it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Why do special effects constantly have to try and emulate realism? I don't... It, it's... It, especially in this movie, where they're not good and they're constantly trying to emulate realism, it's just so... It, it doesn't look good. Like, we don't need... Re, we, do, we don't need realism. We don't... Like, realism's a valid choice, but that doesn't need to be the the be-all, end-all. Some of my favorite... uh, Another thing that I was reminded of during this movie, during a submarine scene, was... Mm -hmm. One of my favorite special effects, uses of special effects in film, is The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Which, Mm -hmm. uh, a Wes Anderson film, where... Anytime there... Anytime the characters are down in their submarine looking at sea life... It's like, it's claymation. It's claymation sea life. It's not realistic. It's stylized. It looks beautiful. And like, there's no way that movie could have afforded to do a a giant CGI shark that looked real. But so instead, they go in this beautiful artistic direction. 
why can't these movies do that? Why? Why, why must we be so stapled down to, to trying to portray things as they are, quote-unquote, when it's a fucking giant lizard? It's a, I don't get it. I, as the movie says itself, like, Godzilla's realistic. Yeah, like, fuck... Japanese cinema has fame are one of it's like one of the biggest pioneers of dream state uh, of like filming like the dreamscape. Uh, that was a big part of a lot of Kurosawa's work, and, and like they know how to do an amazing film not rooted in realism that can feel like a dream and like. Drive my car. That is another a thing about driving my car. The way it moves like a dream, and it's beautiful. I know you disagree. Let me have this real quick. Uh, but why, of all the films that they decided, we want this firmly rooted in looking like reality? Why did they choose the Big Lizard movies? Why, it just it depresses me. It, on, it, it honestly depresses me a little bit. I would want to see other. Um, in I would want to see because Godzilla is such a major character and you know pre-established things. Make a you know those what was it called Star Wars Visions? Yeah, I know the series about yeah. that. Every, you know, hey, here's Star Wars. Do what you want with it. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Do like one season, like ten episodes. You know, ten episode shorts. Five to ten minutes per short. Just go buck wild with it. You want claymation? Go for it. Or, or fuck the the anime trilogy. Like the first one sucks. Granted, the other two they don't stick with this sense of realism in their art design, especially in regards to the kaiju. Like Mechagodzilla City and the fucking. Go, the fucking shadow puppet version of Ghidorah that thing is are like scary. They're scary. They're beautiful to look at. Amazing visuals, and they aren't rooted in realism. It. It was a CG movie though. I, it so was maybe, a CG movie. Well, given that that had come out, you know, a yeah. decade or so after this movie, mm-hmm. maybe they had learned to experiment with that stuff. Yeah, it's. Yeah, so that's my that's my rant on. Uh, why the current state of cinema depresses me, uh, uh-huh. and I and I point at the at the four hundred polygon Godzilla swimming in the water and go hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it it's like movies in this period from like later nineties to twenty thirteen fourteen period yeah. struggle with CG. <laughs> like we're we're over the hump now for most things. But uh, at that point, there were, you know, it was the idea of CG can do anything. But we don't let it do anything. That's the. Oh, we're back in my rant now. Boom. We don't let it do anything. I think that's a perfect bow for it. Yeah. You had, like, you had that, and you had that last bit of your, of your, you know, video essay, and then you just need the like, subscribe, follow me here. Okay, Boom. yeah. Like, you already, it's a nice right. bow. Perfect. You, you don't want this whole episode to just be me ranting about how, about our aesthetics. Got it. Fair. Yeah, that is very beautiful. fair. That's really cool. Yeah. So now we're going on to, oh boy, we're being dragged into the pit of what is the plot of this movie. <laughs> I, I honestly don't fucking know what the 
Like, I just watched... So... I mean, I think I've got a handle on what the god, the kaiju plot is. No fucking idea what the human plot is. The human plot was... Oh my goodness. The human plot was something about, like... So, there's a reporter who she's shadowing some Godzilla chasers. Oh, yeah. She's, like, a reporter, photographer lady. Mm -hmm. The intro we see is they're, like, driving around a van... And yeah. it reminiscent of like storm chasers of like tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the scientist, his daughter, and the photographer lady are all in the van, and it's like there's Godzilla, let's get after him, and like yeah. running around, and like it's it's a fun little intro. Yeah. And you have like Godzilla stomping nearby them, and they're and the lady's like, I gotta get closer for good pictures. Yeah. And like at that point, I'm like, oh, this could be pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. This is a fun little introduction, and then like it immediately like hard stops. <laughs> After that, like, intro sequence to be, um, more focused on, like, the scientist found a part of Godzilla's scale, and he's like, oh, this is how Godzilla regenerates, and then something about an evil... An evil... Yeah, an evil government man who... I don't know. Like, he's evil because the movie says he's evil? He doesn't really do much. Well, he tries to blow up the scientist's dad in the well, He tries to dro- blow up the kaiju, and the dad would have been collateral damage. Yeah. Which, is, uh... But the... the yeah. And then the human stuff immediately pauses until the end that we'll get to in a bit. But let's uh, do the so, kaiju stuff. So, hum- so, yeah. So, a submarine accidentally wakes up Big Rock. Big Rock floats to the surface... It's a really cool. It's yeah. actually pretty neat that uh, they have these balloons on the rock to float yeah. up, yeah. and then the balloons pop, but the rock keeps floating up, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's a little weird. Yeah. So it gets to the surface. Big rock is here. It's nighttime when it happens, <laughs> and they notice that as the morning comes along, and the, and the you know the sc- the sun rises, yeah. the rock rotates to face the sun. Yeah. And like sucks up its energy, and I'm like, that's a pretty that's a pretty like, I liked the this part of the movie where it's like, oh, what is this thing? Like, kind of the mystery stuff where it's like, oh, okay. Like, it reminded me a bit of that... Remember the Mothra egg? Yeah. From, like, way, way back in the show era. And it was like, kind of the whole movie was just checking in on the egg. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of that with The Rock. Yeah. Where it's like, this is weird shit going on. We know it's not a pre-existing monster. So what is this thing? And then have, like, this big reveal... Then Big Rock just starts fighting Godzilla. <laughs> just smacks right into Godzilla. Yeah. They have a fight. Um, there's like a porthole in the Big Rock that shoots yeah. a laser out. Yeah, and then like after that fight, the Rock just starts melting off of Big Rock. Just remember, the Rock wins. Yeah, the Rock <laughs> does win, and the ro- and the the outer Rock starts melting off of Big Rock, and we see the shiny UFO now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Then the, and so the shiny UFO, uh, that's most of the movie is this UFO flying around causing chaos. <laughs> it nestles on top of a skyscraper, and yeah, then, and then it, it. What I got out of it is it was absorbing all the energy in the building. Yeah, because it it was dark out, so it couldn't do the sun. Yeah, so I was like, okay, so it it pulls the top of a very tall building, plants itself there. And then starts to, like, suck all the energy. And then the evil guy's like, we gotta blow it up! So they put bombs. Yeah. And this is... (laughs) 
Oh man, <laughs> a movie you could not have made between uh, 2001 and 2015. Yeah, it's a lot of this is about about a guy being stuck in a skyscraper that's about to collapse. It's exploding and there's dust on him and it's like yeah. the explosion starts at the top of the building and yeah. makes its way down. It's like, yeah. oh my god. They talk about, oh, the 45th floor has been hit. It's like, oh. Yeah, and then, uh, so, then what happens is Godzilla, so, so the UFO, uh, it ends up, after that building is destroyed, it just settles on another. Like, no, uh, like, and so the idea is that, like, oh, they can't just keep doing this. It, they're like, we can't blow up every skyscraper in the city. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Godzilla shows up again. Yeah. There was a neat little moment where the UFO, they try to blow up the UFO, putting the bombs in the building. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do shit. Blows up one floor of the building. And then the UFO responds by blowing up the entire rest of the building. Yeah. Very Independence Day <laughs> right yes. there. But that was a fun thing. There's one moment where the, the human scientist guy is... <laughs> Is racing against an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and the funny thing I read about um, in the version we watched, it was cut wrong. In the original, it's very clear that he survives. Yeah. Sliding, but in our version, remember that it feels like a second where he dies. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like editing wise that he doesn't beat the explosion. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! And then he like like a minute later, it shows he's fine. Yeah. Then um, so yeah that. Then. Out of Big Rock oozes Squidward. Or now Big out, out of, of the UFO, UFO oozes Squidward. Urges SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, just this. I fell out of my chair, but initially because because we'd been talking about War of the Worlds as we watched it, the the Tom Cruise one, uh, not like yeah, just the, the story in general. Yeah, the Spielberg one that was very like yeah. you know response to nine eleven. Yeah. And that looking just like the tripod from that, I fell out of my chair. It was like the visions of the gift of prophecy given to Godzilla 2000, which is really funny because a lot of the movie is supposed to be like a prophecy about Y2K. Yeah. (laughs) They got, they got. They were one year. They were one year off. Yeah. They were got. Unintentionally, they were very accurate about something else. But, you know, there's a whole thing about, oh, the UFO, the aliens are going to, like, take out all of our electricity and, like, change the planet to be our atmosphere. Yeah. Their atmosphere. Everything like yeah. that. And then, so, yeah, turns into Squidward really quickly, just... One shot. Like... Like, I missed it from a text message. <laughs> and then, it, yeah, really quickly just turns into Orga, as we know uh, him from there, which... Uh, we knew Orga was a thing. We did not know exactly what Orga looked like, so we were, we didn't know initially. This oh, this is Orga because Orga is one of the big names mm-hmm. in the when it comes to Godzilla villains. So we thought like there'd be a more of Orga in the one Orga movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like there isn't. It's like ten minutes of Orga in Orga form, and Orga like does not fight well. Uh, no, not really. And is like trying to transform into Godzilla. 
Yeah, it's like a sh- it's kind of like a shapeshifter thing where it's Which like is I a, need to absorb yeah. enough of Godzilla so I can become a Godzilla. And that's when Orga. So there's an interesting thing where I feel like initially when or like Godzilla like fucking blasts the shit out of Orga, and it feels really sympathetic towards Orga after that. Like I feel sad watching like Orga like whimpering. Well, yeah, because it, it wasn't like... Yeah. I think it's it, probably a combination of... He doesn't look anything like the UFO. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has a little... You can tell he's from the UFO because he has the same, like, exhaust thing on yeah. his body. But he looks different enough, so it's like... You don't, like... I don't know. Yeah. In your brain, you can't quite connect the two. And I do think the and, Japanese film... Uh, the Japanese version agrees with me because... Here, I... Uh, let me show you. I had the uh, the different... From the different cuts, the different Orga screams... Yeah. So this is what he sounds like in the U.S. version, real quick. So what we listen to. Now here's what he sounds like in the Japanese version. Oh my god! It's just a. It's a. It's not like a roar. It's a primal fucking scream. It sounds like a like a thing like a like from the thing. Yeah, and so, but like he slowly is walking over to Godzilla, and at this point I'm thinking, oh, is Godzilla gonna like? Comfort him as he dies. There's no way Orga's getting out of this. He looks in yeah. pretty bad shape. But then Orga like opens his jaws and tries to tries to like eat Godzilla. Godzilla. He tries like, to like eat him. And Godzilla's like letting it happen. And it's like it's oh. a weird entry. It's a weird moment. Yeah, because Godzilla doesn't like fight it. He just like if I remember, Godzilla just walks right into his mouth. He does. He just goes here you go, and then like yeah. Orga's like. Like a leech, like eating, like sucking all the energy, and like and then, parts of him yeah. are turning into Godzilla spines. And yeah, then, and then Godzilla's like atomic <laughs> breaths and just fucking <laughs> blows Orca's head up. Orca's fucking headless corpse falls to the ground. No more Orca, and it would be the end of the movie if not for resume the human plot. Hit the po- hit the play button. <laughs> so. The humans have been watching this entire fight. <laughs> this is particularly bad at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's what, 30 minutes? Just... Yeah. He's not... It reminds me of, like, when I was a kid and I was watching the Pokemon anime. Yeah. He's gonna use Quick Attack! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a thing. But yeah, so they resume the plot, and, uh, the, and what happens is Godzilla starts coming over towards them, and they're like, oh, we gotta get out of here. But the CIA guy... And this, even though this looks cool, the next fall, the falling thing happens for no discernible reason. <laughs> the CIA, or not CIA, CIA, CCI guy, that's the the Crisis Control Intelligence uh, Committee uh, thing. Uh, they, he just, so the big bad government man, he stands there while everyone else flees. He lights a cigarette and just stares Godzilla in the eyes. And it's like, oh damn, that's cool. But then... Godzilla just fuck. He yells at Godzilla. He goes, Godzilla! And then. Godzilla kills him. The other humans, like, come back out and are like, no! And Godzilla leaves them alone. He goes, bye. So, for. Godzilla just wanted this guy for no discernible reason because Godzilla has no fucking idea who this guy is. This plot has not intersected. Godzilla doesn't know the guy's the bad guy of the film. I don't... 
why? I, I don't know. And why did he let himself die? What did that serve? It looked cool, but like there was no sense of why it was happening. I don't understand it. Oh, So we have this confusion happening, and yeah. then... Here comes the big climax. This the is big, the moment the that made us fucking die laughing. So, so we're watching. So first, we're then watching mm-hmm. with like Godzilla cause more wreckage, stomping through the city with like serene music. It's playing. like slow motion because Godzilla has defeated, yeah. has defeated Orga. Everything's looking great. But the city's on fire. The city's on... Everything's on fucking fire. And he's like... And he's stomping through, destroying bridges. Like, not like, oh, Godzilla's leaving and that's in the way. Yeah. He's like, slamming into buildings nearby, causing as much damage as possible. While this serene fucking, like, music plays. Like, oh, back to peace. And, like, I look at Bran at this point and I say... What tone is this movie trying to convey right now? I have no idea. And then she says, I think it's a portal lady, says like, why does he do it? Why does he save us? And it cuts back and cuts <laughs> a press a massive circle around himself, <laughs> destroying hundreds of buildings. <laughs> For no reason! <laughs> For nothing! <laughs> and, then, and then he walks off and then the credits play. And it's just... Is it supposed to be ironic? Is I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's like... there's Because so, there's so many endings of these Godzilla movies that are like that. It's like, oh, yeah. Godzilla saved the day. Yeah. He's going to leave now. And I feel like Godzilla, it's like... You kind of have to have him as a... Yeah, like he's a destructive force and everything, but yeah. it's you don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> like if you're if you're going with the angle that like oh he's destructive but he saved us, just have him leave. Yeah, <laughs> don't have him continuing to destroy the entire yeah. city. Yeah, God, it's really funny. Like I thought it was gonna come back. I don't think it did. That Godzilla was like destroying energy, like when going yeah. after something. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Is he going after Orga because Orga is the most energy nearby? Yeah. Question mark. I just realized something, Bran. What? On this chilly November day, mm-hmm. you came over here literally wearing the co- the the sweatshirt and shorts. <laughs> the New England call. You and John Fetterman are both in leagues together. Represent. Yes. He is our Black Panther. <laughs> He is the he is our he is our voice in government of those who wear sweaters, <laughs> sweatshirts, and shorts yeah. in cold weather. Yeah. He is my champion. God, and also because he's like six eight. Like yeah. So that yeah. So that was why. If you just watch the ending, if you just if you just want a good laugh, watch the last five minutes of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is. The tone is crazy. At least the, uh, the English dub. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people reading the little trivia things, the there's a manga that was made of this, an adaptation yeah. of it, and apparently, the fight stuff is a lot better. Yeah. Because <laughs> it actually goes into like what Orga even is. Yeah, and I like, I saw some stuff about like how, 
and this can't be from the movies because Orga's only in one movie. Well, two technically because he's got a little. Yeah, he's one of the monsters destroying the world and planet of the monsters, in the opening sequence. Planet of the monsters. Anime trilogy first. Oh. Oh. Uh, But like, so, but like it listed Jet Jaguar as one of his uh, as one of Orga's like enemies. You're like, is that's got is that a manga thing? Did the manga have Jet Jaguar? Jet Jaguar has such a large presence for being in two. (laughs) What if, like, geez, what if fucking the mangas have been adding Jet Jaguar to these stories all along? God damn, do we have to reread all of the manga now (laughs) to get that Jet Jaguar experience? (laughs) It's all Jet, baby. So, what if the manga of the original 54 Godzilla has Jet Jaguar in it? It was a prophecy. Yeah. This entire time, they knew it. They knew he was going to be here. In, what in if the, the manga form of any Japanese movie has to ha- add Jet Jaguar in there? Drive my Jag. <laughs> jag my car. <laughs> Seven Samurai Asterix One of the Samurai is Jet Jaguar Full title (laughs) Finally His (laughs) Sirizawa's vision His his magnum opus is now complete Kurosawa you mean? Kurosawa Sirizawa is is the the scientist scientist in Godzilla I I mixed it up because I was going to say that in the um, In the manga in uh, In the office of the scientist It's not a it's not a stegosaurus skeleton. It's a jet jaguar <laughs> just sitting there waiting. But like, I th- I think Orga is a good kaiju. Like, yeah, Orga looks amazing. Orga is a good kaiju in a bad movie. <laughs> as is Big Rock. As is Big Rock, indeed. Give it's us like, you... Orga as a as a kaiju has so much potential. Yeah. And literally, just the fact that if he like, if he's like a he's like a lich, like he's a vampire thing. Yeah. Where it's like he takes a bite out of Mothra, boom, he has Mothra wings. Yeah. It's like that is fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that he's not been used in other things is kind of surprising, given that. Yeah. But, wow, I got some some little trivia things. Ooh, yeah, let me hear him. So, one of the funny ones. Is that Godzilla vs. Destroya, you know, one of, if not one of the best ones. That was supposed to be the last Godzilla movie for the next 10 years for Japan. Yeah. And then uh, Godzilla Final Wars would be the 50th. Boom, yeah. perfect. But after how 98 performed, they rushed to make this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they rushed to make Millennium after, like, as a response to Godzilla yeah. 98. So even like the um, like the producer admitted that this was made abruptly to try to create another Godzilla film. Yeah, it feels it. <laughs> it does. And apparently, I didn't really notice this as much, but this is one of the only two films where Godzilla is green, like a like a light green, like a darker green color. Is he not usually green? Am no, I... usually he's been like dark gray or black, no. and like all of them. No, no way, no way. Godzilla's green. I, I, I would have noticed after this many films if he were not usually green. 
I I don't know. Okay, give me a random Godzilla movie, and I'll look at look him up in the Godzilla versus Mothra. Oh, that's a gray right there. It's dark green. It's clearly dark green. Oh, look at him at this one though. Yeah, it puts a dark green. I think this this assumption was made by a colorblind person, just watching like, hey. It's pretty crazy. Godzilla's always gray, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a dark green. No, it's a black. It's in nighttime. It's not going to show up as well. It's got the light on them and everything. <laughs> Look at all those Godzillas. Wow, all of these. I just saw how fucking derpy the Son of Godzilla poster is. Can you... Are we- Godzilla is a green being. He's green. Are we glad we don't have to deal with this anymore? <laughs> well, he's green at least. So. He fucking looks gross. God, alright, um... <laughs> People, we need... Uh, we need you to... To bring out the truth on this. Godzilla is green. Are you a green truther? Yeah. Or are so apparently we made a joke about what if the monster in the rock was not even like yeah. what you would expect yeah. like a Rodan yeah and then Barry you said imagine if it was King Caesar in there yeah well <laughs> uh, the older mo- Angiris and King Caesar were considered to be the monster here Angiris <laughs> you almost had Millennium Angiris my spiky boy was almost back yeah. <laughs> oh. Fuck you, Orga. I don't want you. <laughs> Friendship with Orga ended. They took something beautiful from me. They took my spiky boy. My favorite kaiju. It's... Oh yeah, there's a moment where they say, Great Caesar's ghost! Yeah. It's supposed to be Jesus Christ in the original Japanese. Yeah. Oh, there are so many... Uh, we, they quote Doctor Strangelove in this movie. They do. At one point, they have, like, he says, you know, directly quoting George C. Scott, like, saying, we might get our hair must a bit, but 200, 300 tops, which in Strangelove, it's we might get our hair must a little bit, but two, three million tops. Uh, that they have uh, the guy refer to. Uh, refer to uh, something as a feather in his cap of the military man, which is a Catch-22 thing. Well, th- like, the bad guy of Catch-22 measures everything uh, that happens in his regiment as if it's a feather in his cap or a real black eye. It's just... And those have to be U.S. dub things. Like, I can't imagine they just put... The original film just put in a Doctor Strangelove joke. <laughs> What are you seeing? What's all right? This is pretty interesting. All right, hit me with it. I didn't see this one until just now. So apparently, um, Mike Schlesinger, who supervised the American version of the film, mm-hmm. had planned producing an American-made sequel made with Toho called Godzilla Reborn, taking place in Hawaii. The film was proposed to be more as a comedy. Okay. With the producer thinking about having Joe Dante as director. Oh my god. Oh my god, I love this. 
you imagine a Joe Dante Godzilla movie? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be fucking amazing. Sure, what Joe Dante's done? Gremlins. Gremlins 2, the new batch. Uh, the original, The Howling. Um, oh. Looney Tunes back in action. Uh-oh. Okay. But that was supposed to be a thing when it fell through after they couldn't get enough budget for it. <laughs> but it was going to be, whoa, Godzilla in Hawaii. Yeah. There's not a surfboard big enough for this guy. Oh, and I wanted to mention, I've already told this to Barrett, but the tagline of this movie is, Get ready to crumble. <laughs> so, again, it's good this came out in 99 and not 2002. There's a lot, yeah. a lot of uh, stuff there. Yeah, anything else we should do? <laughs> Oh, we gotta make it gritty. Uh, we have to make it gritty, so... Do you have your pitch? I have my pitch. Do you want me to go first, or you to go first? I have my... I have it. I have it here. Okay, so... Millie Bobby Brown... <laughs> Milford Roberta, yes. Milford Roberta Brown mm-hmm. is studying in college. She's taking a class in genetics. Yeah. And, you know... She's at some big high-class place. MIT, mm-hmm. Harvard, something. Whatever that is for science. <laughs> and she's, you know, she has a professor come in and the professor's talking about, oh, we, did you know about how we can now make animal hybrids? Yeah. Like, we're, it, it's an exciting new technology source. Okay. We, can, we can bring back the dead woolly mammoths and resurrect the white rhino population and... All of these exciting things with the power of genetic engineering. And and Milford is taken aback, is uh, is highly enthused by this. And she goes up and she's like, yeah, I want to be working under you as uh, your assistant for a while. And he goes, oh, I got the position. Awesome. So she's working with the scientist guy. And, or let's say like he, for some reason, like, we don't quite know why yet, but he, it seems like he's seeking her out a bit. And he like he notices, oh, he came to our school. We don't know why. He's this renowned geneticist. And they're working together in the lab. And she kind of realizes this guy has a lot more money than she thought. Yeah. He has like this weird, like weapons grade laboratory. And he's putting like she thinks originally, oh, this is for the benefit of nature, trying to preserve species and everything. But she notices weird things in yeah. there. Weird genetic experiments, like weird stuff going on that you wouldn't do for the sake of that. Yeah. And then she starts, you know, uncovering little espionage things about, okay, so these are military contracts. Yeah. These are these issues. And she finds a file on herself. Mm-hmm. She opens it up and he has like all these scrawlings about she's the one who knows Godzilla the best. She's the one who knows Godzilla the best. She has contact with him. All this yeah. stuff. A big reveal at the bottom of the lab. They're trying to make a Godzilla. Ooh. And they're trying to work on making Godzilla. They have some scales. They have some in, They have some parts of them. But they can't get it quite right. They can't get it quite right. It's like they form his arm, his body, a fetus, but it does not last. Yeah. So they're like, okay, plan B. <laughs> We're going to make this thing close enough to a Godzilla and then send him out to get the rest. Yeah. To get the rest from the actual Godzilla. Okay. That's how that's how Org is made. 
Okay. So they send Orga out to try to take Godzilla rest of his DNA stuff, and it ends up fucking horrible. <laughs> Orga goes crazy, and do you know? This is a weird reference. Uh, there's that show Ben Ten. So, okay, as I was saying, so in the so what happens is you know. Orga is this genetic experiment that's basically designed to steal DNA of creatures. Yeah. And it's supposed to be sent right towards Godzilla, but it looks at some other... So imagine they kind of fuck it up a little bit, and they just say, go after a big monster. (laughs) And Godzilla's the only one. So now we kind of have the... From the perspective of, like, Godzilla and everything, and all these other kaijus have been attacked. Not killed, but just, like, kind of vampired. Yeah. Mothra's been bit. Um, you know, Mothra, Rodan, all these other kaijus have been bit by this creature. Kong has been bit. It's like, what the fuck? And then Godzilla has to face off against a Orga that is like this horrific genetic creature of all of these other kaijus. Yeah. Mothra wings, like a fucking like big monkey arm, like <laughs> just a fucking freak. Reminds me a lot of, um... In that Ben 10 show, there was that Kevin 11. Yeah. Who's just like all the fucked up mixing. Yeah. Reminds me of that. And that's the, the big fight that has to happen. Okay. The only one he doesn't have, though, is Godzilla. So. Alright, cool. so that's your pitch? Yes. Okay. Talk about a big rock. The next, go- the next MonsterVerse film that's been announced is Godzilla vs. Kong 2. We haven't done a Make It Gritty since that was announced. Really? I think it was... In the time since... I think since. the rumor title is Godzilla and King Kong. Well, that might be the rumor. That's not what it's going to be. Let me tell you what it's going to be. Alrighty. <laughs> so we open with... Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting is playing on, like, a radio in the hollow earth. And, like... Godzilla and Kong are just sparring. Like they, th- that. Right. This has become a normal thing in the Hollow Earth. They just like meet up and like go fucking ham on each other. Uh-huh. And you know they're just going like Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Hey, like hey, Godzilla hey. whips Kong with his tail. Kong goes flying. Saturday, uh-huh. Saturday, Saturday. Kong's like throwing trees like spears. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Godzilla gets Kong backed up against a mountain. Kong just fucking grabs anything he can. He grabs a fucking boulder, and he throws it at Godzilla. And inches away from Godzilla's face, the boulder just stops. It's hovering in midair. It sends two lasers out at both of them, blasting them. (laughs) Title card. Godzilla versus Kong. Versus Big Rock. <gasps> Whoa. Can, and so... Can the tagline be Rolder in the Boulder? <laughs> but it's it's, it's, it's like, gonna be... Friendships erode. Wish granite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. A modern marble. (laughs) Oh, no. Sorry. 
Anything else we wish to say about this film? I think the big rock is the the biggest takeaway from the whole thing. (laughs) Big rock. Gotta give it up for big rock. I Um, hope big rock shows up in Final Wars. It's the only monster. It's the Final Wars because they all have to face off against the biggest rock. (laughs) That's That's the whole thing. Wow. So, yeah, I think that's about it. So, I think we're... We're still gonna figure out what we'll be doing for next week, but we'll can't or next time. We're going bi weeklies for the end of the year here. Due to things coming up. Yeah. But yeah. we'll um we'll see you next time for our next thing. Yeah, we will. See you next time, baby. Catch you then. <laughs>